0: Hey, it's Beth here. I have a great story. Episode 488. Okay, on Thursday, I read this article about Catlin Carrico. They call her Caddy. She won the Nobel Prize in Medicine. The story in the paper is pretty good. You know, they say, okay, that she... The reversal offers, okay, a glimpse into the clubby hot house world of academia. Okay, so they talk about how she was treated at the University of Pennsylvania. Okay, she wasn't treated very well. They say it's a flawed system. And that another reason the relationship was frayed was that Caddy could antagonize colleagues. In In presentation, she would often, she would be the first one to point out mistakes that others made in their work. She didn't intend to offend anybody. She just felt the need to call out mistakes. I mean, what? This is just kinda sexist, really. Her job, which wasn't a tenured track position, was to research and deliver lectures for graduate students. She had a dumb job at the campus, okay? She comes from Hungary, she comes for this, she thinks she's gonna get ahead, and she doesn't. She felt like something of a second-class citizen. And once she was reprimanded for using deionized water belonging to a senior member of her lab, rather than climb five flights of stairs to get some from a different laboratory. Okay, this is how they're treating her, right? She rarely found success. Reviewers sometimes questioned her proposals, noting her title at the school. Okay, so they, they would see that she was just an adjunct professor. She was trying to figure out the RNA, you know, the double helix for the DNA. She believed that a single strand was better no one in academia believed her she believed in herself they said it was too fragile she said that it was the perfect conduit to make change because it wasn't as strong as the double you know the entwined one that you always see. okay so she went on her merry way she kept fighting and fighting and fighting DNA has two strands of nuclear, nucleotides that wind around each other like a twisted ladder making it durable by contrast, the mRNA is single-stranded and notoriously unstable. She said, that's exactly what we need. She fought. She was the only one. Everyone put her down. She got to the point where, in 1995, and that is so long ago, this woman is a fighter. After Caddy turned 40, she received an ultimatum, ultimatum. Leave pen or agree to a demotion. She accepted the new lower-paid position, It was embarrassing and upsetting and nobody would talk to her, but in a way she felt liberated because it gave her time to work on improving her mRNA technique. Then, okay, so this this story is so dry, they they miss all the highlights of it. So I did all this research on this woman to find out what was really going on. I mean, this is just like, you wouldn't want to know anything about this woman except... It's just the highlights and it's not good enough. So I did all this research for two days. Okay, she is an amazing person, absolutely amazing. She came from Hungary, she was mar- she married this guy and um, he was an engineer. She needed to come to America to get her job done, okay? She accepted whatever it took to get here. Her husband got stuck in Hungary um, over a visa problem she was only allowed allowed to leave to take 100 dollars out of the country with her daughter she worked her husband figured out she worked so many hours that she actually only made 1 dollar an hour and when she came to america she had a 2 year old little baby girl she did all of this and she says that you know she didn't get to spend as much time with her daughter as she wanted to but that her daughter got to see what it meant to be passionate about something. And it's really, really funny because she's mostly, she's mostly known, her daughter became a, her daughter's name is Susan. She became a rowing champion, an Olympic champion, two times world champion, inducted in the Hall of Fame. So most of the time, Caddy would go around and she was Susan's daughter. Everywhere she went. Nothing stopped her. She kept doing her work. Her daughter's great. Her mother, every year, would watch the Nobel Peace Prize, thinking that her daughter's name was going to be called. And Katty was, Mom, please, please go back to sleep. Everything's going to be fine. So anyway, she she finally, she says the biggest thing that ever happened to her is she's a grandmother. At, at In 2021, her grandson was born. Her daughter is adorable. She made all of this work out. She still has her husband, he's crazy about her. She raised a daughter and she did all of it practically on her own. The big, I mean, this could be such a movie. The big like um, romance that happened was in 1995, it was the worst year of her life, okay? Her her husband was still stuck in Hungary um, with that visa issue. She had just had a huge cancer scare and the university had demoted her off the path of becoming a professor which is really difficult because you always have to find if you're not on that path your money doesn't come from the school it comes from grants and the grants were drying up I mean her whole life was falling apart she was always at the copier machine and she would have this fight with this guy named Drew Wiseman at the copy machine because they were always they were both very very into their work and they would argue about who gets who gets there first who gets to stay if you're there for 30 50 minutes I get to do one paper they just would fight constantly and it formed this kind of friendship and she started talking to him about her belief in the um, in, her, in what she was what she was pursuing in the mRNA. He listened they they, they formed a team. He said, I have never met anyone like you in my life. I believe in you. And so together they formed this, this reunion. She wouldn't have made it without him. That's what she says. And he wouldn't have done anything in his life like this if it wasn't for her. The two of them formed this amazing union and it had so much failure for so many years. Think about it. What is that? Like, oh my gosh, 95, 105. Oh my gosh, how many years is that? over 20 years. The two of them have fought through so many roadblocks, failed experiments, rejections from journals and grants. Everyone was laughing at them. He is a quiet person. She's very animated. So they called them Burton and Ernie. Every name in the book, they, they just didn't stop. And then the school, the school was Pennsylvania, University of Pennsylvania. They took advantage of them. Penn eventually licensed. Okay, so Penn State was making, they patented their mRNA technology, which was brilliant. And so the two of them, Caddy and Drew, tried to license it for their biotech company, but couldn't afford the price the university demanded. Can you believe these people at the University of Pennsylvania? Penn eventually licensed it to another company. During the past few years, Penn made tens of millions of dollars licensing the technology to various companies, including BioNTech. That's in Germany. Those are the only people that were good to them. So today, Carrie is still an adjunct professor in the school's department of neurology. Cady and Drew are brilliant researchers represent the epitome of science inspiration and determination. So this president of the school, Liz McGill, she doesn't say she's sorry. She doesn't say they treated them badly. She doesn't say we're gonna learn from this and change things at the university. She just gives them this stupid one-note congratulations. But the world of research is looking at how Especially she was treated all these years and something better will happen because she's going to not go away and she's, her strength is that she tells the truth. The very same thing that the other professors didn't like about her where she says but you made this mistake and you made this mistake is her strength and she is willing and able to talk about all of the problems she had at the school. And how much sooner she could have gotten to this had they just supported her a little bit. They don't think. They don't think ahead. They they couldn't give a person a chance. They just kept pouring money into something that wasn't working. And she said, okay, when she found out that, this was way back, when she found out years ago, like five, when, no, maybe just four, when when Carrie found out that the Pfizer-BioNTech BioNTech trials of her mRNA vaccine for COVID-19 worked. She ate an entire box of Goobers chocolate covered peanuts by herself. That's the kind of person she is. This would make the greatest movie. I mean, she's like Madame Curie, although she's not even married to the other guy. The other guy's Drew. She picked him up in front of a copy machine years into what she was doing and he supported her and understood her and the two of them together could think every problem through because she was impulsive and he was deliberate and their brains just perfectly functioned but neither one of them got any respect for anything that they were doing. And they made it anyway, all by themselves. But the coolest thing about this woman is her daughter turned out great, I mean in my book. She says, that research is a great place for a woman. Because really, if you have to go, if someone breaks their leg in the playground, you can leave. You can have your cake and you can eat it too. And that's what's so great about this woman. She has a husband that she adores. They went through, you know, horrible, horrible trials together. She has a daughter that is an Olympic athlete, and oh my gosh, she is so cute. And she's a great daughter, she's a great mother to the grandson, she managed to have it all. Nobody does that. Nobody gets that. I mean, she should go on the road, she should write a book, she should go to colleges. How did you, how did you have all those balls in the air? Especially when you came over from Hungary with a two year old, I can't find it. But I'm thinking her mother came with her, or her mother came to visit. You need your mother. And she says that her mother was her greatest support system all through the years her mother just talked her up no matter what every single time she fell down you know even at 40 she'd call up her mom and her mom would say you're gonna make it and this is really kind of sad because she died in 2018 and she didn't get to see her daughter win the Nobel Peace Prize but Cady says the minute she heard about it she felt her mother's presence and her mother just going I told you I told you so this is a great story. Why can't we have a movie about this? Why can't we have a great story where a woman keeps everything, all the love in her family life. She pursues his, her career. She makes a partner and they're still friends. This woman keeps her relationships close and gets where she's going at the same time. She's my new hero, absolute hero. So anyway, that's what I've got. I've got a hero worship big time for this woman. And I just hope you get it, too. So, anyway, thanks. I'm saying, and I will be back.